0: all right Jackoffs, we are back with a fresh ep of the union jack off hello it is me daniel muggleton i've returned from a weekend in leicester uh leicester of course famous for winning the premier league a few years ago with but well, just i mean just a normal team i guess you'd say like not a team that's sponsored by middle eastern oil money or insane family money. They they were owned by a Thai man who has since passed away, very sadly. And they won the Premier League with a team that most other teams could afford. And I remember thinking at the time, wow, this is fucking crazy. I've never seen that happen before. Uh, And then I went to Leicester and it made me even more impressed by that. Like, Leicester is just a very nothing town uh, I don't want to be too mean about it, but just like a very working class, small city in the Midlands and the fact that they won the Premier League, that must have been the greatest party ever. Like that must have been the greatest upset in English football history, like those guys holding off Man City to win it. Man, that is wild. That is absolutely wild. Um, but I was there doing the comedy festival. Uh, which was cool um, thank you to anyone who came down and saw me it was a very ropey show Our previous guest of the podcast Jared Christmas was there which is always what you dread as a comedian when a good comedian turns up to watch your show that you know is a bit garbage but hey we got through it uh, they seem to enjoy it and I'm excited now to bring it to Brighton hopefully after a couple of previews um, yeah, but no, I did I did a gig on the Saturday night just outside of Leicester in this place called Syston. Uh, I thought it was called Siston because that's how you would pronounce it if you read it. But no, of course, it's England, so it's got some weird pronunciation they all have just done for a thousand years, and that's, that's how it's called, Syston. And holy shit, it was like going into a time capsule and just living inside there from like the 80s. There was like a thousand-year-old man DJing, there was a weird family downstairs, even though there was comedy upstairs with a bunch of children running around and playing darts. Darts? When they're like eight? That's fuck. That's too young. That's too young to be throwing sharp things at each other. Uh, there was like a Fast and Furious video game machine, which I obviously adored. But yeah, it was like... It reminded me of country Australia. I've not, I've not been to like an RSL. They're called working man's clubs here. But in Australia, they're retired servicemen's league clubs. And just these like weird carpeted bars where nobody really knows why they're there, but they're still there every day of their life. Um, that is the place I describe. And I had a very interesting set because before I even got to the stage, these four dudes, it was like kind of four young people in the audience. They're all sitting at the front and they just started laughing like uncontrollably as I walked by. Like and it was just that kind of thing where I was like, it was about me. You know how you know that as a human being, like they're laughing at me. And I was just kind of like, what's going on, fellas? And then they just couldn't breathe. They were laughing so hard. And I was like, seriously, what what's what's happening? And they're like, Where's your man Keeney? And they just lost it again. And I was like, Man Keeney, like, do you think I look like Borad? And they lost it again. They were like, This is the funniest thing ever. This man looks like Borad. And then one of them's like, nah, he said you look like Freddie Mercury. And they lost it again. This is like the fun they couldn't stop laughing. And I don't... I mean... I don't know if you know what I look like. You probably do, having seen the logo. I don't look like Freddie Mercury or Borat. I don't. I'm just also a man with a moustache. I don't think Seiston allows moustaches. I think I was the first. The 1st they I've ever seen. And uh, that should give you a rough idea of how the rest of the gig went. Um, But it was interesting to be up in Leicester. It's just... I always... Those towns, I never know... Kind of what they're into, but it's it's interesting because in Australia, the country towns like very few of them have universities because um, we just you know the it's a big country. There's a lot of different towns, and not everywhere needs its own university. Like that's that's just it's unnecessary. Given a lot of people out there won't go to university, they'll just work um, a trade or they'll work on the farm, and like you don't need like an agricultural degree to work on a farm. Like you can obviously get one, but like there tends to be these like bigger centers where they have like all the universities, whereas like every single one of these like small English towns seems to have a university there, just because that's kind of how it's always worked. They, couldn't, they didn't like to travel too far, so like every town's got its little university. So, you go through these towns where everyone looks kind of terrifying, but there's just heaps of students all the fucking time. So, you put in a show, some students turn up, and it's normal, even though in Australia you do a show out there, and there's like no students at all. There's just just rough farmers or kind farmers. There's both kinds of farmer. I've met them both and neither particularly enjoy my comedy. But hey, they appreciate the fact that I'm there and that's all I can ask for. Um, Now, let's get to today's guest. That is John Hastings, Canada's John Hastings. We doubled up on the Canada uh, last week with Phil Nickel. this week John Hastings. But John Hastings from canada lived in the uk for about six years and now is a resident of la uh if you know what john hastings looks like being the most pale man in the world i'm not sure how la is going to go for him but hey he's moved on and this chat was cool because john hastings one of those names that i had heard when i got into comedy like he was he's not much older than me but it was just kind of established early and i actually heard one of his jokes like two years before I ever met him. Um, it, was, it, was, it was told by me to, told by me to Aman Hachidi at the Adelaide Fringe Festival back when I used to go to the Adelaide Fringe because I hated myself. And the joke was, turtles don't use sex for pleasure. They use sex to establish dominance. Ladies and gentlemen, I am king of the turtles. That was a John Hastings joke. I probably butchered it, but I laughed a lot at the time and it's cool to kind of get to know him through edinburgh and have a chat to him today uh but one thing just before we get into the actual chat um i was curious about this i don't know if you guys were or you might have had a little bit of inside knowledge but the canadian flag they've got their big maple leaf and i was like hey but i'm pretty sure they're still part of the commonwealth i'm pretty sure they're still got the queen of their head of state but i was like maybe i've missed it maybe i skipped a little beat in canadian history there but no i was right they are still part of the commonwealth they are not a republic they're in the same zone as australia where obviously we have autonomy but the queen remains our head of state or the governor general remains the head of state the queen's representative right so i was like so what happened to the union jack on the canadian flag i was like surely they weren't just the first colony where they were like, ah, fuck it, let's just put a big maple leaf on there. Let's not worry about the Union Jack this time. So I looked it up and the Canadian red enzyme was the flag of Canada. It's basically a uh, flag, Union Jack top left as usual. Then the background is red. So the background is red instead of blue for your Pacific Islands. And then they've got this little coat of arms there, which has got some maple leaves on it, some spears and shit. Just some classic old person shield coat of arms action and it's called the Canadian Red Enzyme and it was the Canadian flag until 1965 when it was replaced by the maple leaf. So they were like, look, we're happy to be a part of the Commonwealth, but we want our own flag. Australia has had a few campaigns to change the flag, but none of them have been particularly successful. I think a lot of people in Australia are like, oh, let's make it green and gold and put a kangaroo on there. That's kind of stupid. I'm not attached to the Union Jack at all, as you might gather by me calling this thing the Union Jack off, but uh, yeah, the the kangaroo is kind of shitty, whereas the Maple Leaf I like, you know, I think that's kind of nice, the Maple Leaf with the red and the white, I can get around that, but um, yeah, so that's the thing, that was the Canadian flag, they used to have the Union Jack and the Enzyme, the big red backgrounds, and naturally, like all good flags, since they've changed the flag, the old flag has become a symbol for racism, isn't that great? (laughs) <laughs> i think like that's that's the one thing Like you can change your flag to kind of progress your country to like move over and then any old flag will be taken over by racists that's uh that's their whole thing um they love a good old flag you know the confederate flag even in australia where we've had the same flag the whole time you might not know this but there's, there was a thing called the eureka stockade which was essentially just kind of like a siege i think it was like just a I don't think it was a pub. Maybe it was a pub. They were like in a hotel. They're in a mining town. And they were like kind of holding off the troops. I think the British troops at that stage. And uh, they had their own little flag for the Eureka Stockade. They wanted independence. And that has also been co-opted by racists. But luckily in Australia, you can just use the Australian flag to be racist also. So, you know, we've got a lot of options there. If you want to prove yourself a racist. Um, Right. That's our little flag history. I like some people like a bit of flag history. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, What I want to do now is get into this episode. Before I do, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you do like it, uh, please subscribe on iTunes or on Spotify. You can follow us there. Uh, And we now have a Twitter page. Yes, that's right. I finally did it. I bit the bullet and made the Union Jack off Twitter page. You can grab it at the union jack off at the union jack off uh that will be where all the tweets with the upcoming episodes any places you can see the guests any of that stuff happens will be on that twitter page and of course we're on facebook or you can just get in touch with me at dan muggleton whenever you want all right ladies and gentlemen it's time to talk about canada with the lovely john hastings Every every Canadian is from Ontario. Nah,
1: mate. Well, that is true. Just like every fucking Australian is from Melbourne. And I am not. Yeah, you're from Sydney, right? Correct. The better city. It's
0: by far the better. Thank it's you.
1: Absolutely ludicrous that anyone from Melbourne claims they're the better city in Australia. And it's as soon as you arrive in Sydney, you're just like, what a better place. Yeah,
0: this is better. This is like you just. It takes seven seconds to assess and be like, this is better.
1: Yeah, it's a better layout. It's nicer to look at, yeah. funner things to
0: do. I, that would be the only one where we could fall down. Sydney's getting very lame. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's like a, it's a movement by the government. I'm not surprised,
1: but th- that's happening in general everywhere. Is that all of the cool places of... Because we're roughly the same age. Like, you're how old?
0: 29.
1: Yeah, so I'm 33. So we're still within the same sort of... Yeah, same we, demo. We, were liking, we liked the same cool shit that everyone was like, this is lame. That was older than us when we were in our early 20s.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So,
1: so all of our cool stuff of our 20s has now become lame because all of our people <laughs> have stayed there but have gotten older and are like, no, I don't want a rock club. I want a reasonable bistro. Right. Instead of moving to the bistro, they go, put the bistro here.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to move. Yeah, I like, I like my spot. It's fucked up. There's a, there's a thing in Sydney at the moment where if a venue gets one noise complaint, they can no longer be like a live music venue. Are you
1: fucking joking?
0: And and if, if that's if people like move in after the venue, if you know what I mean, like the venue's been there for fifty years. I buy a house on that street next to the pub, like that. You should know. It's, oh, it's not it's not know. under it's not under like a big sheet. Like you're just like oh, I wonder what's under that sheet. Oh, we'll figure it out later. Like no, like the pub with the sign. Like that, you know, you probably did some research on the street, and they're like, "Sorry."
1: This is something I will totally give America: is that America will essentially, California, will have been spending some time, like Mm. they're unlike anywhere else where it's like it's loud. They'll be like, "Yeah, (laughs) you should have known that."
0: (laughs) Well, it's a freedom: live free or die. That's exactly. It's the weirdest
1: thing. Understanding they're because they are very focused on freedom, but it's very weird when you come from anywhere else in the world where you're like. You're really worried about that. That's where you're.
0: They. I. I think. I. I like Americans. I I I, do too. A lot of people like America. uh, It'd be cool if it wasn't for the Americans. And I'm like, nah, that'd be fine. They're great.
1: They'll figure something out. But it's like it's still (laughs) legal to talk on your cell phone and drive there. What? Yeah, because that's a personal freedom. You can't tell me when I can talk on the phone. That's limiting my ability to communicate.
0: Are you serious? It. It's, it's 100%, straight up, 100% every, straight every up state. Legal. Every state.
1: California, Texas, both places I've been to, it's just, and it's fucking, like, we're talking texting. I, texting, I think, is illegal, but that does not stop anyone. Yeah, of Things course. Things like drinking and driving, you can't do checkpoints for.
0: I know that. That's the thing in LA. Everyone just drives drunk because there's no random, there's no, like, is that the same in Canada? Like, in Sydney, we have the, oh, we have like the, boy. the spot. Like, <laughs> You just have like three cop cars, you have the guy on the road like waving it in and you just get tested because you're going by. Not just uh, spots. Like Canada is the world leader in drink
1: driving. I will put it up against (laughs) any other country.
0: Wait, as in the most drink drivers or the most enforcement out to get drink drivers? Both. Okay.
1: yeah all right because a lot of people are coming from small towns where it's literally like there is no other option if you're gonna get drunk you're gonna to have to drive to the drinking
0: that is country uh, australia yeah absolutely australia, right very similar same, same
1: diff yeah but then canada has rapidly become a nation of cities so all those country people have gone into the cities <laughs> and continued their
0: drink driving ways but, but they're good at it though have you found that like the country drink drivers are like better than the city no drink drivers. no one's good at it every some everyone, people are better at it. It's everyone like,
1: no no just some people are better at not getting as drunk as you think they would be at three o'clock in the morning that's all it is
0: <laughs> you think it's just a consumption yeah issue. it has nothing to but do what, what about those people who can drive stoned like i've seen people drive beautifully when they're, then they're stoned. not that
1: stoned every story is i was so fucking stoned and i was driving it's like when did you last smoke weed oh about three hours before so you weren't stoned <laughs> you were stoned three hours ago
0: and it started to wear off and then you drove I like I like that your thing is just like no I don't believe the storyteller like that's your that's it's your because I've had to edit.
1: argue with so many people about this yeah especially in Canada where they've just had eleven shots <laughs> and they're going to drive because I I don't drink and drive I had I drank I drove drunk one time yeah. and it was so fucking bad I. Never, I literally woke like I was at a house party, drank an entire bottle of Crown Royal, which is Canadian raw whiskey. <laughs> if you can see the hat John's wearing, this makes it more fun. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And then I, uh, I said to, a fr- I vaguely remember a fr- asking a friend of mine, "Hey, do you think I can drive?" And he was like, "Yeah, I think you're all right." And then I just came to driving with the trunk open. <laughs> so I'm just like, never again. That was like my moment of like, nah, never.
0: Oh man, I yeah, I've only, I think I've driven was well, Australia. Like, there's there's like you know driving drunk, and then there's when you think you'll be over the limit, even though you know what I mean. You haven't had a beer for like three hours, but like say you had a few. Yeah, like, even you know, that. So I just like, don't you, do it. Well, that's the thing. I, I only had the one, and this is this is like this this is shows I shouldn't have been driving drunk. But basically, there was like the direct route to my house, but then I know like the three places where well the checkpoints will where be. the checkpoints generally are. So I was driving and I just did this like super long way around to avoid them all. And I'm like, granted, if you can pull that off, you're probably not that drunk. But also, if you're thinking about that, probably shouldn't should be, driving. be driving. Well, yeah. yeah,
1: and Canada, it's Christmas week is they just set them up in the middle of thoroughfares. Like they don't, they've stopped having a system where they do it.
0: Uh well, like, it, in Australia, I, that's the joke. It's like if you want to drive drunk, do it during pay cow, You'll be fine. Yeah, no, that no one's gonna stop well, you. Well, because in Canada, it
1: is such a problem. It's a giant issue. People yeah. are constantly dying
0: as a result. Right, that
1: they're just like. Oh, fuck this.
0: Yeah, we're just coming in hard. We're hard. going for it.
1: Like I'm talking a couple of years ago, I was in Toronto visiting friends, visiting for Christmas and renewing my
0: British visa. Hey, there we go. Roll that up.
1: And everyone was uh, smoking weed and drinking whiskey and they're like, have a whiskey. Just hang. And I'm like, no, there's going to be a DUI checkpoint. And they're like, ah, fuck off. It's not going to be a big deal. And I was like, trust me. Yeah. You're all going to want a nice ride home in minus 40 degree weather or we'll be. All stood at the side of the road. In minus 40. Yeah, well, my mom's car is impounded. (laughs) We hit three checkpoints on the way back.
0: Jesus.
1: Because they don't fuck around. They're going, no, it's also, they make so much money.
0: Yeah, 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 because the fines are really high, right?
1: It's a road, there's, I think, a roadside fine. Yeah. And then your car is impounded because the roadside test doesn't count. They have to get you back to the station and do it again.
0: Yeah, I've heard all the rumors about that where you try and sweat it out as much as possible. Before the police station, you know, yeah, in the ballpark,
1: yeah, that's and it's it's a bit of a problem. That's why they'll you'll see it in Canada. There'll be a bunch of cruisers lined up, yeah, and that's because like if they suspect it, you're going right in the car and they're shooting you to the station,
0: right? So you got no time, you got no no time time to dodge. Interesting,
1: yeah. A trick that someone uh, in (laughs)
0: my life that I'm not allowed to say who
1: told me, which is just breathe deep, yeah, about twenty times, like. Because all of the, the breathalyzer, it's alcohol vapor in your lungs. Right. So if you cleanse that, they have no way of telling. And they won't have probable cause to get
0: you out of the car. Interesting. And that works for them? Evidently, it does. Wow. Interesting. As I've heard, my, my friend my friend was trying to pitch me this one in Australia. Because like in Australia, is it, is it the same kind of you count? Like you just you have the thing near you and you count to five? Or do you blow into a tube? You blow into a tube. Ah, so in Australia, you just count. Like... They give you. They put like next to you, like a microphone, for example. And you just like one, two, three, four, five, and then it goes beep, and then they get the reading.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, no, ours is a tube. Okay. And you're out of the car. Like if they suspect Oh wow. It,
0: we're in the car. We're, we're doing a lane. No, no, ours is that's that's straight the, out. That's the Australian element of the roadside testing. It's just to hate it. Don't I'm, get out of your car. Just let chill, mate. You'll be right. I had a
1: beer in super northern Canada. Yeah and we literally between the hotel was across the street i just had to come out of the parking lot it was the only thing happening in that town and there was two fucking mounties (laughs) and i literally just finished a beer i was like we're fucked and then the other comedian just faked being eviscerated drunk yeah swore at the officer and he was like where are you going And i was like right there and they're like great get the fuck out of here (laughs) wait so one beer is like is it zero tolerance in canada if you have one beer right away and start driving, you'll be over the limit. But
0: but then you just tell them you're just like I just finished my beer. And then they then, then they you're wait. getting out of the car and then you're you you've just admitted to your crime. No no, no but then they wait half an hour to test you because it's not in your blood alcohol. You know this is the thing. No, nah. dude, that, that's I'm sorry, that's the thing. That's the thing.
1: You yeah, but you're also saying that with logical, reasonable police officers. I know I'm dealing with fucking. How do you do, country yokel Canada cops that would be like. Well, we just made our quota for the month right. out of the fucking car. Right. But then they test the blood and it doesn't come up. Yeah, but you... D- okay, so I have to wait and go through all of that, or they'll just go, oh, it did. It's also, you are coming at it with a healthy trust for police. I trust city cops in Canada, country cops, not even a
0: little bit. I don't think I've even had any experience with country cops. In- don't, don't, don't trust them for a second. Really? They, what? What is this? Like Fargo? Like what are we? What kind of vibe are we talking? Just We're, kind of small town. It's more like praises? Smokey and the
1: Bandit. Just like, yeah. Oh, you got some city boys, but not like that. They'd be. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got some fucking city boys, eh? What the fuck, guys? Okay. Having a couple of beers with the boys? I don't fucking think so.
0: Is, is Canada still that heavy kind of masculine culture? Is that like a big part of it? You got a very like very like hockey chest bump hun- hunting.
1: There's some hunting, yeah. Not The like, hunting, weirdly, is not a like. It's not a political statement. It's more like, well, you live in the country, and if you could thin this out, that would be appreciated. Actually,
0: cool. That's the same as Australia. Like, yeah, with like the, it's not with the pigs and the kangaroos. Yeah, like it's just like you get money for killing kangaroos in Australia. We've got it's... too many. Is that true? Yeah, I have to say this: a,
1: kangaroos are fucking assholes, <laughs> and b, I was doing Adelaide last year. Wait, why are they assholes first? I want, I want. Why, why don't you like? It's just the noises they make. But they're cute. Like, they're cute you know... looking, but they just and they'll run at you and shit like that. Like,
0: yeah, I got, I got punched by a kangaroo when I was a toddler. Like that's the thing. It's like, fuck yeah. off, kangaroo. It's our fucking island. No, nah, this, this is like in a zoo. My mom held me up. She's no. Like, she's like, look, look, little Daniel. Here's the kangaroo, and the kangaroo was like, pop, and just like smacked me in the head. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, 100% At Sydney Zoo? Australia Zoo? Not at Australia Zoo That's in Queensland, by the way Australia Zoo Steve Irwin Zoo Did you know that? I did know that was Steve Uh, Irwin Zoo That was actually, yeah One of my favorite things ever List of 10 people you didn't know were Australian Number 4, Steve Irwin No That was was list What list? Some American website Was number 1 Paul Hogan? (laughs) I hope so
1: Number 2, Kath and Kim
0: Yeah Uh, Number two, Kath. Number three, Kim. Kim. There you go.
1: Number four, Steve Irwin. How nuts
0: is that? Where did you think he was from? What's even
1: weirder is his kids are now doing a TV show and behaving exactly the way he did.
0: Well, Australia, I don't know if you know this, but Australia hasn't had any ideas in 30 years. So we're just doing the same shit on loop.
1: Canada and Australia. We just don't want
0: to freak any old people out. We don't want to think they're aging. Are they just going to redo Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? I assume they have. It's a stage show now, you know. Is I it? always th- I thought it started as a stage. Was it just that movie? It was the movie, then the stage show. I'm not an expert. I don't know. It's I a- don't want to go out of my depth on Priscilla Queen. Of I the will Desert. say
1: Priscilla Queen of the Desert is a way better movie than you expect it to be.
0: I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's really good. I might give it a look in. Yeah. It's like I'm Rock- not saying I won't. It's like Rocky Horror
1: Picture Show. Where you're like oh, I probably won't live up to the hype, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty good actually.
0: I haven't seen Rocky Horror either.
1: It's really good. <laughs> Susan Sarandon's in her underwear Meatloaf singing It's a whole thing
0: oh, Meatloaf He was great in Fight Club I liked him man. He was great in Fight Club wasn't Yeah wasn't he? Ridiculous tits Bob um, so Wait So I, Kangaroos are assholes Adelaide So we in
1: Adelaide And we went on like a night hike And I didn't realize That a bunch of idiot Comedians and performers Would all get stoned At the top of the mountain
0: yeah, because that's like a significant artistic uh, experience. Boo, boo. Boo you! Thank um, you. I'm glad you're on board with that. I don't care. <laughs>
1: and they all got stoned, and then it's like one in the morning. We're walking back, and they're like, watch out for the kangaroos. And then everyone's all stoned and giggly and keeps taking flash photography of the kangaroos. And I'm like, they're going to fucking rush us. <laughs> and then one did, because one was in the middle of the path and was like stomping and making that like... Yeah, 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 yeah. And rushed at us, and everybody had to dive out of the way. And I was like, stop taking flash photography... Of the
0: animal that is... We are in its house. Like, fucking be cool. Do you you know why the kangaroo and the emu are on the Australian coat of arms? I do not know. They're the only animals that can't take a backward step. Is that why? I don't know if that's why, but that's true.
1: I hope that it would be a very Australia thing of like... It it feels true. Yeah. As,
0: As an Australian person who is somewhat, you know, dismayed at that stereotype the whole time, that feels true.
1: I was. We would it, not take it backwards. I was day. in Australia for Anzac Day, and I, it's the craziest thing because you guys, for some reason, have put together Remembrance Day and St. Patrick's Day.
0: Yes, correct. You're absolutely right. Anzac Day, 25th April. I used to earn a lot of money on Anzac Day. Bartender? No. I was. You know, Two Up? You were a Two Up dealer? I was the host. I was the host of Two Up. I was the youngest Two Up host <coughs> in the goddamn world. Can you explain Two Up? To everyone, because
1: I don't know if the
0: people listen You don't get to talk to everyone, only I get to talk to everyone. Just say you're the guest. Because everyone would talk about two up to me, and I didn't know what it was yeah. forever. I will, I will explain it. oh By the way, the guest is John Hastings from Canada.
1: Hi, everybody. There you go.
0: Um, uh, yeah, two up. So the game of two up is you can have two or three coins, heads or tails, mm. and the way that it works, you got a paddle that you put the coins on, and then you you call it spinning. You let it come in spinner. You're the spinner when you got the paddle, and you flick it in the air. It's got to go above your shoulder. Um, and it can't hit the ceiling and the coins can't touch each other when they land and if you get two of the same one up then you win it was played in the trenches by the soldiers uh, during World War I and, and now you bet on it for money and boy do they dude it's wild and the thing is it's the best of any casino odds because it's 50-50 yeah. so it's better than any casino game um, and it's all cash like, and the way that it works is like no venue gets any money so, like, it, all the bets are between the people playing. So, like, when I'm the host, I have to get the person to be the spinner or I can spin it myself if no one wants to mm-hmm. do that. And then I handle the side bets. Like, I'm just kind of like, this guy's got 20 over here. This guy's got 20 on a head, 20 on a tail. You guys get over here. And you do all that and then you're like, no more bets. And then everyone just, on a system, everyone just swaps money. Holy shit. Like, the, the head, I think the head holds the money. Or maybe it's tails. One of the, one of the two holds the money. And <clears> then, like, yeah, and you just go back. And give it all back. And there's generally few incidences. That surprises me. Because everyone... I was in Sydney for it. And people were. Sydney is the only place it really goes hard. Oh, for Anzac Day, Sydney is the... Two b- Up is like the big Sydney thing.
1: It was insane. Because like, I was with a bunch of comics doing a show the night before. And yeah. a ton of them were going to something called the Dawn Service.
0: The Dawn Service, yes. Not, not were, Dong Service. No, no,
1: Dawn Service, pardon me. And, yeah. and basically, they're like, yeah, you start drinking at dawn.
0: Correct. And you just keep going. Correct.
1: Like, it was fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. Like it's, an, a, it's a wild day. And, like, all the soldiers wear their uniforms. Like, we didn't have that many, I don't think, compared to other countries. Not that many soldiers. But, um, yeah. But they were a fair amount They all wear That their parade uniforms. was all day. Like it was, but that's, like, their descendants and stuff. Like, they wear the medals and shit like that. Like, But it
1: was a lot of... Because Australia has fought in more wars than Canada at this point, I would say
0: maybe i mean we we kind of jump in when you in guys the, don't in the modern era because yeah. you guys went to vietnam and we didn't yeah well vietnam was closer to for us yeah, but not that not went, that we should have been there either you're the lapdogs of america
1: <laughs> yes, and you guys we went are. to iraq which we didn't
0: yeah and afghanistan you guys go to afghanistan we did go to afghanistan yeah went to iraq yeah so yeah we, we get into it um but no uh, i'm pretty sure anzac day is the day of the gallipoli landing i'm pretty Bet sure it is the day of the gallipoli landing, yeah and which for those you don't know
1: It's a pretty big deal in New Zealand and Australia, because that was the day when Winston Churchill used everyone from Australia and New Zealand as
0: uh,
1: cushions for bullets,
0: basically. I didn't know that it was Churchill until I moved here. Yeah, it was Churchill. I was was just like, oh man, that was like a screw up. And then I went to the Churchill Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, Churchill playing Gallipoli. And I was like, motherfucker, that was you?
1: That's why Churchill was basically in the doghouse. That and a variety of other reasons until World War II. Exactly. Like, yeah. if you read, I read, it was a weirdly bad movie, but the book, The Darkest Hour, yeah. is fucking great because it, it's just about Churchill coming back in
0: after that whole thing. That's why in World War II, they were like, we don't want anything to do with this dude. No, He's- no, no.
1: That's why, because they, they were like, we need a fucking loon bag. <laughs> because Churchill's big thing and why Gallipoli was such a disaster is Churchill was a, I can't, there's a type of military strategist, but it's basically like, we go forward. We kill them all and then we will win. It's like they have a thousand soldiers, we have two. All right. We go forward. We're British. They're not. Those two will beat them all. And it's like, that's not going to happen, but (laughs) we have to listen to them. And basically, long story short, Prime Minister Chamberlain was a. They didn't, the military wasn't cooperating. Yeah. They went to Parliament and were like, either you put Winston Churchill in charge and we go forward and fight Germany Mm. or we don't uh, and we don't fight. And Parliament was like, no, no, no! And they're like, "That's fine. These are our terms." They put Churchill in forward, and they won World War Two. It's one of those fun things when you know places like Britain and America go after countries for military coups, and then you look at. Any of the details of how Churchill got power in World War Two, you're like, oh, you mean like that military coup? You mean that one right Not there? Like
0: that military coup. But it's, just, it's this a, was more polite. It's a, it's
1: just why I find history fascinating. Where you're just like, oh, aren't we all a bunch of hypocrites? Oh yeah, of
0: course. It's the best bit. Well, the other thing, obviously Gallipoli. That was uh, the the leader of the Turkish troops there was Ataturk. Shut the front door. Yeah, man, Ataturk.
1: It's like finding out that Rick James was in a band with Neil Young.
0: Was it? Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so how weird, how weird is that? That was like that spawned two kind of legends Holy in their fuck. own countries. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was yeah. Kamal Ataturk was the commander. Fuck ah,
1: yeah, because I'm sure Gallipoli is remembered very differently.
0: Well, this is the thing. Uh, Australians in Turkey, like we do the dawn service in Gallipoli. Like a lot of Australians go to Gallipoli really every, every year. And like yeah, there's a there's a very mutual like a, like respect. Sort of a sorry about that. Well, just like both, like, because both, you know, they were allied with Germany, we were allied yeah. with Britain. Like, we didn't have any issue with each other. And, like, yeah, it was it was a war that was fought in, like, very, on very good terms from what what everyone says.
1: Well, it's one of those things where it's a proxy war. It's why, you know, Canada has some really weird diplomatic bedfellows, as does Australia. Because we're both countries that are used as, like, Britain won't talk to these guys, America won't talk to these guys. But Canada and Australia go in and go... By the way, they, they're going to do this. What do you think <laughs> about that? Okay. Like Canada is hugely loved in Cuba. Because really? Because Canada was the bridge between America and Cuba.
0: Get the hell out of here. So can you go, they they got a nice little history. The oh Canadians my God. The if Cubans. you
1: are Canadian in Cuba, they are very big fans.
0: It's also we've given them a huge amount of aid. And also <laughs> the amount fact, of right?
1: Canadians that in winter go to Cuba and get fucked up. Right.
0: That's- it's, it's our uh, Bali. Ah, okay. Cuba's your ballet. Very much. That's good. actually
1: yeah, that or Cancun not so much more, very much Cuba is our ballet. Like you'll if you're in any resort in Cuba and you yell go leafs go, half of the dudes will go, Yeah, and the other half will go and call you a homophobic slur. <laughs> just as so many people just sunburnt.
0: Yeah. Wait, so go li- go Leafs, go. What's that chant for? That, that sounds like a kind of polite Canadian chant. Toron- I like that. The
1: Toronto Maple Leafs are. Ah. Every country has their sort of like Manchester United in England, uh, Australia. I don't know. Who would be sort of the, the big powerhouse of the most popular sport? Collingwood. So Collingwood. So the, the Collingwood teams. Collingwood FC and AFL.
0: Yes. Their baby. Such a confusingly fun sport to watch. It's the best sport. Best sport in the world. It's
1: so. There's so much
0: hitting. Yeah, there's just a lot of there's a lot of everything going on. Yeah, but it, it's great. It's like I think I think hockey and AFL kind of have that. Like they seem because I I've watched a bit of hockey. People are like no nah, no nah, you got to go live. You got to because you can't see all the ice. Exactly, and that's the same with AFL. You can't see all the field on the TV because it's yeah. such a long AFL field's like 180 meters long. Holy mother of fuck! Yeah, because they're cricket pitches and cricket pitches are like so, yeah because it was sixty de- seventy eighty each side of the pitch. So it
1: was developed as a. Warm up for cricket, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, like a winter, like a sport for cricketers to play during the winter season. So they wanted it to involve like lots of running and hand-eye coordination. So that's why you can catch the ball and hand off the ball as well as kick the ball. Um,
1: And so the Toronto Maple Leafs are sort of like Collingwood, Manchester United, New York Yankees, which is they're sort of the franchise team of that sport. Yeah. And also... In the case of the Toronto Maple Leafs are a woeful organization run by pieces of garbage. And every <laughs> single one of their fans are horrible people. And if you could all walk into the ocean, that would be great. They claim to be a legacy team. Yeah. They have not won a championship since the fucking sixties and they all can suck my asshole.
0: Oh. Are they like they're just like where are, where are the big shots? They're yeah, they fucking blow. They're
1: terrible. They have some of the hottest players right now, and they still have had fucking terrible seasons. I fucking hate them all. Oh, they suck. Are are you from Toronto? I was born there, but I grew up in Ottawa. I grew up in the capital. In the capital, yeah. If you've been to Canberra, literally, Australia and Canada are the parallel are parallel countries. It's just yeah, one is really cold, one is really hot.
0: Yeah, like uh, the Seinfeld Bizarro. It's exactly that. Yeah, Bizarro Canada, Uh, Bizarro Australia. Yeah.
1: Um, but but yeah. like if you go to Canberra in Australia Exact same vibe as Ottawa Like okay. government towns Built to be the capital Really
0: planned out Like that weird eerie Canberra thing Where it's like Not everything's a big fucking circle
1: like Canberra is ridiculous Yeah
0: If you haven't been to Canberra in Australia It was like the, uh, Sydney and Melbourne couldn't decide on who would be the capital. So, what they did is King Solomon it and put the capital halfway between both. Mm-hmm. And then they just designed this weird, like, it's going to be ergonomic, it's going to be natural, it's going to be like all this stuff and this town. And it's just creepy. It's just a creepy place. There's a big river and then everything else is like a concentric circle slowly spiraling out.
1: So weird. Yeah. It's did, like. I did go to Australian Parliament while I was there.
0: Australian Parliament? Like yeah. the new Parliament House or old Parliament House? Uh, were they sitting yeah they were sitting oh, okay the so senate new parliament went, house
1: the senate the senate was sitting how was that for you it was interesting uh <laughs> like i grew up my family's worked in politics so i've grown up always going to those things so
0: yeah i met your uncle at the fringe this year didn't i big guy bald glasses yeah yeah you would have yeah yeah yeah. is like, he in politics He's saying political he was, he
1: was a diplomat for there like we go
0: 30 years yeah that vibe to him
1: Oh, yeah, that guy, well, he literally lives his life like a, like a municipal politician. Like, he was yeah. shaking hands, kissing babies, little charm. That, yeah, on. no, I
0: got that, because I met him the first day, and, like, obviously, I just forgot him, because, like, you know, you're in your show and all yeah, that yeah. shit, and then and the would, next day, he's like, Dan, how you going? Good to see you. And yeah, I'm like, oh, and,
1: boy. and he does that, and by the way, he's there for three days and remembers everyone. I've been there going for seven years, and he's like, <laughs> nice to see Stacy again, and I was like, I've never met that woman in my life, and he was like, yes, you have, and I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> um but yeah and yeah Australian parliament a very like very reverential the one thing i thought was interesting was the fact that you open the door there's like they can open the doors to where the prime minister's sitting yeah and it looks on the war memorial, so they have to do that if he's voting for a war, apparently.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense. Some
1: security guard told me that, and I was like, that's an interesting...
0: So, I like security guards because they tell you facts, but they also make up facts. Oh. That's a great I'm, a great perk I'm of a security sure guard. sure
1: that there's some part of that that isn't true, <laughs> but yeah, no, he seemed very factual.
0: Well, did you know... Um, wait, just a side, a side note. This is my favorite political building fact. The Reichstag in Berlin. Bring it on. Have you been?
1: You have been outside of it, yeah.
0: The Reichstag. So it's like that big political thing and there's a glass ceiling. And if you go on like the kind of tour of the Reichstag, the thing is you go to the glass ceiling. You don't go to the bottom bit. Mm -hmm. And so it's this glass ceiling. The The politicians look up and they see you walking around up there and it's to symbolize that they are below the people. Damn right. There we go. Huh? Huh? Was the Reichstag, was that what burnt down and
1: put Hitler in power? Correct. Yes. Reichstag fire.
0: Blame the communists. Classic 30s move.
1: And it possibly was him?
0: (laughs) It was definitely
1: him. Listen, there's many things you could say about the Nazis. One of them is that they probably would have just been like, that was us, by the way.
0: No, 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 no. Because then they they lose the uh, support of the people. Remember, they had the support of the people. They
1: barely had the support of the people. They got in on a 1% majority.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was exactly
1: the same as Trump's election or Brexit. It was a populist movement that then happened, and then everyone went, "Oh fuck."
0: Well, you, your family has been in politics. Look at you referencing I'm things. Not, I'm not praising... Creating a wider narrative. I'm
1: not creating a wider narrative. That's just percentage fact of what happened with the Nazis. Then in
0: the second election, they had a greater majority.
1: That's the problem with yeah. the German history is that they all point that first election, and then when it comes back again, they're like,
0: we like what this guy's doing. Yeah, we're enjoying this bit.
1: We never liked that building anyway. The yeah, fun sad thing about Canada is... Uh, what country helped rebuild German infrastructure more than any other country? Is that you? It was Canada. Really? <laughs> built all the phone lines, built put in all the communications. In, like thir- in like the, the 20s, 30 and- 20s and 30s, yeah. Wow. It. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, That's a good it, fact. It's one of those weird things of like, no one realized what they were doing. Until they turned around and went, oh,
0: motherless fuck. (laughs) Um, That's the classic classic nice Canadians. Like everyone would be no one would know that. They'd be like, what a lovely group of people. I
1: honestly don't know where that stereotype comes from. I don't find Canada to be a particularly warm and nice place.
0: Well, see, I've never been, so I can't kind of judge. But every Canadian person I've met has always been quite lovely.
1: That's true. But you also have to take into account that you're meeting them... The ones who leave. Internationally. It's in the same way that Australians, like if... I went on what is Australia like? I'd be like, well, it's a very artsy, cool, cosmopolitan place because all of the Australians I meet are people that have traveled and left and are adventurous.
0: Yeah, and then you go there and you're like, no, you it's go, just a bunch of dudes watching sports.
1: So many, and just so many criminals. <laughs> so many criminals? Like just Austra- Australia has so many just... For every person working in an office having a nice time, there's just two. Not even bogans. Just sketchy guys. What are you talking about?
0: We're like... What are you talking we're about? We're like the least criminal country. No. Dude, we got like such a low rate of incarceration. That's fine. The crime rate and is I'm really also low. Not going on it's incredibly old, safe. Like All what of you those word? things
1: are true. I'm talking purely vibe. There was always oh, two <laughs> or three people on any public transit. And this isn't like, oh, they, they were a penal call. I'm talking like straight up. You're just like, those three guys... Have, they, have, they have jacked off in public. Like there is something to them <laughs> you're just like, oh. It's because no. you're
0: on public transport. How else
1: am I supposed to get around? How do you get around in London?
0: I, I get around in public transport. Exactly. But in, in London, everyone gets around in public transport. In Sydney, if you catch the bus, you're... A low, I'm not talking Sydney. A, I'm to ta- to steal a, a word from Luke Heggie. you're a low breed, right? You just... You are. I've seen Luke Hagee on the bus. No, you haven't. I certainly have. You've never seen Luke Hagee on the have been bus. It might a van. Yeah, um, there we go. <laughs> a private. How did
1: you get around Sydney if you...
0: Car or walk. I, I think in my last three years in Sydney, I would have maybe caught public transport four times. Good Lord. Yeah. I would walk or get a bus. Oh, sorry. Walk or get a uh, drive or get an Uber. Mm, ridiculous. It's just, it's like LA. You live in LA now. I do live in LA now Do you catch the bus? Yeah
1: What? Get a car Grow up No Do it it's, I'm not going to I did the math of it And it is more expensive to have a car Than to take Uber and Lyft every day
0: Well that's different You're not on the bus You getting... I also just take the bus Because I'm like I'll oh,
1: just save the money And I also bike everywhere
0: Okay Well I'm just saying Some in the world You need a car London is not one of them
1: London, If you have a car in London You're an asshole Yeah exactly and also by the way la i kind of feel the same way because what's the weird thing about la is especially on a bicycle they have an entire network of bike paths that no one uses yeah so they're pristine and lovely because it's hot it's great yeah but you're from
0: a hot place don't you want to get out there in that sun no well i mean that's fine but i'm just saying i could see like la people being like why would i want to sweat in public that's true they There's, do they they are very much like we'll go for a hike not break a sweat exactly and yet for
1: some reason shower again
0: yeah they they're a clean group actually question la Answer. how long have you been there
1: 4 months september october november december january 5 months
0: cool do you think you're better looking having been there for 5 months i have no idea you what don't do you know? think i don't know if you look good You look healthy i'm trying True. but i just i just think la has that effect on people it's kind of like sydney has that melbourne not so much but like sydney does la does it's
1: an outdoors place i will
0: say that yeah. both of those cities are outdoorsy beach beach sun, sun fitness culture but i think la there's like even more you know
1: it is but it's also a weirdly unhealthy place like
0: but i, I th- find
1: there's less vegan option i always go by vegan option because that's like a very sort of are you a, a vegan man I'm not, but I like I eat it a lot. I was a vegetarian for years, and I kind of go back
0: and forth. Sure, um, but L.A. is weirdly not as healthy as you think it would be. But I, I I'm talking outwardly healthy, like not inwardly, not like not like the the. Oh no,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Is that for every like amazing fitness model? Yeah, there's also just like a bunch of schlubby people. Because it's what's weird about <laughs> L.A. That <no>, schlubby people. <laughs> no one talks about it, is it's the first place I've lived that is very much a blue collar working class city? Right. It's not everyone's perception of Los Angeles is Hollywood. Sure. And that's maybe 10 miles square of it like right. You ne- you you see celebrities but you see like downtrodden weird celebrities. I've seen I've run into
0: Bridget Nielsen like 5 times.
1: Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> I think she lives in my neighborhood.
0: <laughs> the only thing that I remember about Bridget Nielsen is that Greg Giraldo joke on oh, the Flavor flavors. Oh, rant. what was it? Uh, if you want to stop making the same mistakes in your career, maybe you should just get your pussy sewn shut.
1: <laughs> Greg Giraldo, I think, was the saddest death of any comedian for uh, me. I loved his stuff so fucking much. Yeah,
0: he was great. Um, that was... Uh, uh, yeah, Bridget Nielsen, your pussy's so big, Sylvester Stallone left his career in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pussy jerks. Not enough of them. I love him. I, I love, love a I... good pussy joke, um, but yeah, Greg Giraldo. That was very, very sad.
1: I will always be angry at Patrice O'Neill for dying two weeks later because and he took all of the heat away from
0: Greg Giraldo dying. Taking that sweet thunder, he did. It's true because like Patrice was like you know people you know they wanted to wanted to be like Patrice was like the man like that was like he was always everyone's like kind of favorite within the industry for like being like him. Whereas Giraldo was like just this hardworking machine.
1: What's crazy is I saw Patrice O'Neill live. Mm. And he bombed really bad. And it wasn't fun and interesting. Yeah. It was literally him sitting on a stool, looking gross, <laughs> saying, Montreal
0: got no love for Petriki over and over again.
1: And then just call. It was just fucking lame. I'm going to blow my nose. Fam.
0: Going to blow, blow your nose? This is, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm covering for you. But no, like... <laughs> the, what? <laughs> struggling. We got, we got John struggling with a paper towel here, going throughout my apartment. I appreciate that you haven't um, commented on the coffee table's weird position. I was concerned about that. I like it. It's a little, it's it's, a, it's askew because my, my girlfriend's gotten into this thing called coucher size.
1: What in the world is coucher size?
0: Coucher size. You do exercise, but it incorporates the couch. So, like, you kind of. Have you thought the... about just buying her a gym membership,
1: mate? I
0: can't afford that kind of. We've got kettlebells. Look, we've got kettlebells in the house. I do like
1: a nice kettlebell. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a good workout strategy.
0: It's nice, but no, coucher size, she loves it. It's like a YouTube video. It's like eight minutes.
1: I don't go and I just, I still think it's just like, just go to the gym for an hour.
0: No. to I, I like the video. I like where there's stuff. I like, cause you know, it kind of tells you what to do and it tells you when you're done. That's what I like.
1: People yeah, just set a timer for an hour, go and lift some heavy stuff and run for a bit. And then you'll, you'll feel better.
0: I guess. I don't know.
1: Like it's hard and annoying and no one has anyone who goes, I love going to the gym every day, well, you are capable of murdering a human being. <laughs>
0: that's the test. Yeah, you have the, like the you have, within, test.
1: you have it within you to slice a throat and go, I feel nothing but satisfaction. That's Ugh. just a, that's just a hard and firm fact.
0: I just I just get annoyed when people like see a really buff dude and they're like, Yeah, but anyone can do that?
1: Not anyone can do not that. Anyone not can do not that. anyone can do that. Not anyone can do that.
0: Every day. Gym It's also Eating The diet is the Yeah Everything And it's just like You know Anyone can do that It's like dude I guarantee There are like Three TV series You still haven't Finished watching
1: Yeah You have to understand You'd never get to eat cake Again
0: Yeah Like 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 there's some bodybuilders No beer People are like No no beer Just can't Straight up no alcohol Yeah
1: Like I have a friend Who's a pro wrestler Who I think You know Colt from Edinburgh
0: I think I met him Like once or twice Yeah and he's,
1: like, yoked, but no steroids. And yeah. he's very, very vigilant of his diet. And he's not had French fries this decade. Ooh. Because you just can't. He's like, it's not worth the effect that will have on my body. Like, there's no skin on chicken, no sauce, dabbing the oil off of the chicken. Ugh.
0: Like, I, it changes your relationship with everything. Yeah. I just, Who wants to live like that? Like, like he's, he's a jack dude. He looks like, you know, whatever, but like, nah, 100% not worth it. He's a
1: pro wrestler. So it's also, there's, there's a safety element involved.
0: I get, I get there's that as well. But just like, you know, those dudes who are just huge for no
1: reason. They're just like, what? I can see a lot of friends of mine have stopped drinking and doing drugs and have gone through that phase. Yeah. And I see why I'm just like, oh, you're just, this is just your new drug.
0: Ah, right. They replace. Yeah, absolutely. They replace it. So I just thought you were just being like they've just given it up, but i I've seen people like that. Have you seen that thing where it's like a late 30s dude who stops drinking, and then two years later he looks like an early 30s dude? Yeah. And you're like, fuck, I should really stop drinking. But well, it's not worth
1: it. But it's also they like they also will lie. They will also tell you that they probably have also gotten some skincare regime going. Yeah. And certain things like that. They've changed their clothes. They've changed their attitude.
0: Yeah, it's true. It does tend to go. Well, when you're not hungover, it's much easier to put on lotion.
1: A hundred percent. Like I've really cut down on
0: drinking, like crazy. So just
1: because I just I got hit by a car last year, and then I don't know what happened between the surgery and like meds and stuff like that. But I started getting like if I'd have a beer, yeah, it would feel like my stomach was on fire. Right. So it's just not work, and I don't like wine, and I don't like
0: spirits. So I'm just like, well, I guess here we are. Yeah, I guess I'm done. But like you're at LA, so you like smoking weed instead? Is that I the do, vibe? I cannot
1: do it. I've tried so hard to
0: <laughs> Tried to go to LA and smoke weed. I, I wouldn't do it.
1: I want to, I want to like it. Everyone seems to be having a nice time. I just get a panic attack.
0: <laughs> and then have <laughs> nightmares. See that's very unfortunate. It's so annoying. Firstly, but I think this is why people have the stereotype of like the nice Canadians. You know, you're allergic to alcohol and weed scares you. Like It, it doesn't scare you. So you're just a nice cyber person I with your soy coffee. I used to
1: love weed. I, don't know. I, I know exactly what happened is they kept making it stronger and stronger because everyone's a fucking loser and can't just stay in a fucking rowboat. They have to get into a goddamn speedboat. What happened to you smoke a joint and any movie is a bit better than it should be? That's all I'm looking for. That's all you want in a joint. I'm not looking to fucking see things. I don't want to be Joe Rogan.
0: Like, instead of smoking a joint or watching a movie and having it be a bit better than it should be, why not just watch movies that cast the rock? Because then that movie is a bit better than it should si- be. If
1: you're sitting there thinking, I haven't watched this entire cinematic oeuvre, uh, you are living that. in
0: a fool's paradise, my friend.
1: I knew there was a reason we're sitting down. Good man. It's, that guy should be the president. I've said this forever. <laughs> He's the fifth most popular person on social media. Fifth. Fifth. Jesus. Has the greatest story. He grew up as the son of two, essentially, carnival workers, two pro wrestlers. Yeah. His grandmother was the only female wrestling promoter on the earth. <laughs> he His dream was dashed because of an injury, so he couldn't go into football. In his knee. He did his knee, right? Yeah, he did it in his knee. Yeah. And became the champion of wrestling, yeah. the WWF world champion, in three years, which no one has done.
0: Three years? I didn't realize it was that quick. From
1: the first day he got in the ring with his dad, and his dad was like, here's some moves, to eight weeks later when the WWE was like, let's take a look at this kid. And they were like, well, how long have you been training? And he was like, he showed me some moves, and they were like, come with us right now. <laughs> it's, like, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I fucking love him. The Ruck some rumors that he's a uh, he's gay as well which i think is are weird I think, do you, do you find that weird now that we're at this place in society and yet celebrities reach a certain status and someone in a bar
0: will say like you know he's gay right and you're like what what
1: why does that fucking matter
0: yeah that is weird i don't know why it's like i think they want you to think that they know something yeah like, that's that, the vibe it's like it's not even about the thing it's just like no 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 like i you want to talk to me That's such a great point That's exactly what it is He's like I got the straight dope Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's It's just the vibe of like No like come on Talk to me yeah. I know interesting things Like this rumor
1: Yeah that's <laughs> such an odd rumor Like yeah, he's gay I'm Like well who cares Like yeah. cool It is If anything that makes him Even more amazing <laughs> <laughs> The whole time Yeah Just Even of, though uh, if you've read Either of his books Which I have He talks he, about he's like He's written two books I think he's written two No, I'm confusing him with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's written one, yeah. And in that one book, he talks about liking threesomes a lot. And in a way, you're like, oh, he's done that. (laughs) Whenever someone uses the word "she was game," you're like, oh yeah, you're in, you're into sex like it's your
0: hobby. Yeah, you're still, you're still an athlete somewhere. Mm. She was game, still competing. It's never, it's never like a poet being like, yeah, Yeah, brought this girl home after the reading. She was game. Oh no. Yuck. Really, All right.
1: I don't think you said it before we started, you're gonna ask me some questions. I don't think I think we've just been chatting for however long we've been talking for. Forty minutes. Holy lord in heaven. Right? I we, like it.
0: Time flies. No, we do well. Um no, sorry, the one thing one thing I was gonna ask about, because this this was You got heckled by Dennis Rodman.
1: Yeah, it's it's quickly becoming my uh the freebird of my podcasting yeah. career. Yeah. Well no, just what well, do you want to
0: know? Not so... Just like how early on in the comedy career was this? How... Because you've been going... 2016. It was in 2016. Oh, okay. So it was recent. Yeah. Sorry. Was, I yeah. got I got the impression that you were like a real new... I'm... Lo- I'm the- It's so fun
1: that this thing has taken a life of its own on. Yeah. There's also a rumor that somehow it started that there's actual video... F- it's a cartoon on the internet that I had the audio from my re- phone that was recording the set. Right, right, right. Um. Animated. Right. And there's now a rumor circulating that I've heard that Dennis Rodman had the actual footage taken down. <laughs> and I had this made as a workaround. Nice. Which I isn't true, but I'm also not going to deny. That's 100% true, that rumor, by the Absolutely,
0: way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You were telling me not to mention that. Exactly. But, uh, you wanted to mention we're it. We're not winking at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, because like, just that just seems like a really odd. Was this in LA? Yeah,
1: it was in the belly room of the comedy store, which right. I've, I've since been told that you're not allowed to acknowledge or address celebrities when you're in there. The oh. issue with it was is he was yelling at every fucking comedian and it's Dennis fucking Rodman.
0: Yeah, because I I looked into Dennis Rodman as a result of hearing this rumor because I didn't know how weird he was.
1: That's interesting because if you're not North American from the 90s, you would not understand the cultural significance of Dennis Rodman.
0: Yeah. He was our Kanye. Yeah. He was like super strange, like heaps of wild rumors, like law, like, like incidents with the law.
1: Bunch of run-ins with the law, married yeah. Carmen Electra. They got divorced because yeah. she caught him having a threesome and he said, no, I'm not. Wild fucking two women. <laughs> Like and here's the crazy thing about Dennis Rodman. Like like all those other people that like oh and they fucked up their career. Yeah. Dennis Rodman is still holds the record for most rebounds in the NBA and yeah. it's a record that is so unnecessary no one's going to break it. Yeah,
0: cuz that was all he could do. That that was like the thing. It was just like he was just a it was it a was, beast he was a beast on the boards. He was a
1: beast on the boards and also he was with a team which was the late 90s Bulls. Yeah. So him Scotty Scottie Pippen, Pippen, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. That they needed that guy to stand underneath, and then the other fucking schlubs who were on the team. Who, who the fuck were they?
0: Uh, one of them, Australian basketballer Luke Longley. He was the center.
1: It was it a- Luke Longley? Luke Holy Longley. shit! There you go. Austra- Australians
0: of- know exactly when we succeed. As a nation, I can even
1: picture him now stood next to Phil Jackson. Yeah, just a real lanky white dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He had that terrible haircut at one point. Oh yeah,
0: he? he would have, yeah, for sure. When have Australians ever had good haircuts? Paul just... Hogan, <laughs> first and last. Who's who's the Canadian equivalent of Paul Hogan? Just quickly before we get back to Dennis. Ooh, William Shatner, maybe. Say Canadian. Yeah. See
1: the thing with Canadians is we have a shitload of celebrity. like we our celebrity game is deep. Yeah. Well you Barbara Streisand, and Celine Dion? Celine Dion, Barbara Streisand is from New York, obviously. Is she? Yeah, that's why every movie she's in is about be growing
0: up in New York. I she, I haven't seen any movies. I thought she was Canadian. Nope. I don't know why. What?
1: Celine Dion, Mike Myers, Dan Aykroyd. Alanis Morissette? Alanis Morissette from my hometown. She's from Ottawa.
0: Really? Yes.
1: Her, uh, her dad was the principal of the school in the neighborhood next to mine. Uh. Bob Morissette. Bob Morissette. <laughs> also, when Alanis Morissette became popular, every girl in every class at my school claimed to be her cousin. And I was 10, and even then I remember being like, you're all just lying. That's not true. Just let him have it no one of them was a real bitch about it
0: too do you want to do you want to raise that babe i was about to say your name and be like
1: i bet you you're still an asshole oh man because ottawa is one of those places where most of those people are still there living in that neighborhood like playing out the same political bullshit from high school yeah now 17 years later or whatever the fuck it is 15 years later
0: Is it a small town? What's the
1: population, Ottawa? It's a million people because they moved the city limits to encompass a bunch of small towns to bring it to a million. Nice. Because it was really embarrassing how small the capital was.
0: And is it just like political workers who work there and a few random people? Yeah, government workers and things
1: that support the government. So like... And then just like a few random, you know, like any of those towns. Like a a weird tech company was there for about 10 years that went
0: tits up and stuff like that. Yeah. And, And you grew up there. Grew up there, baby. And then... Justin Trudeau was he around the Trudes? He was not around. He was still being a ski instructor. Lovely.
1: I fucking hate him. Um, <laughs> his dad was around. His dad was in Montreal. Um, yeah, because his dad was a prime minister as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I can tell you a story about him off of the air. Oh, okay. Because I've, st- I, you can find what I'm going to tell Daniel in other places, but I just, I got yelled at by my family for continually to air laundry in public that. We're not supposed to talk about. So. Right.
0: Is your family in the politics? Is there... Not really.
1: My dad worked for the this is, has nothing to do with it. My dad worked for the successor of just of Pierre Trudeau, a guy named John Turner. My yeah. dad was his sort of assistant dude guy. Yeah, Gotcha. Uh, and worked within the Liberal Party on again and off again for many, many years. All right, what are your parties called? Liberal, conservative, New Democrat, the bloc québécois. Oh. If they're still around. What are the Bloc Quebecois? Bloc Quebecois was the separate Quebec separatist party within the federal government.
0: Interesting. That at one
1: point by the way was our majority party or the the minority the um
0: opposition party. Jesus. Yeah, they, they had a bit of a bit of hate for a while. Well, there. it's
1: cuz Quebec at one point had such a huge population base they could elect them and they would be the majority.
0: Oh, so Quebec's quite a large second largest province after Ontario. Uh, after Ontario. Wow. Okay, I did not know that about the size of the Quebecians. It's
1: huge. It's all adjusted now because a shitload of people left because it's economically unstable. Because ah. they keep claiming they're going to leave. But... Right, and everyone's like... Uh, uh, uh. Well, they're not. You're fucking not. You lost twice. Of course, the second one, there was definitely some gerrymandering in that election, but you know what? I was on the <laughs> side of the winner, so I'm fine with it.
0: Taking the win. taking, yeah, that, win taking home. that win. Nice.
1: It's only cheating if it does, If you're not the one doing
0: it. Yeah, if you get cheated on. Exactly. exactly. Exactly right. Um, wait, so and then you so you're up in Ottawa, but then did you move to somewhere else in Canada or did we you come u- straight here? No, I went to university in Montreal. So University live- of Montreal. I went to,
1: I lived in the French part for five
0: years. Do you speak any of the French? Un petit peu ne pas très
1: bien. A little bit, not very well. Ah. um lived there for five years and then started comedy there. Uh-huh which was great, with Deanne Smith, who you would also know from Australia. Deanne Smith, very very popular in Australia. Very weird group of people, because none of us... Because the thing is that it wasn't like there was like comedy clubs to give us advice. It was kind of we just started trying things.
0: Yeah, a bit of Wild West vibe. bit There's, of a Wild West vibe. Nothing uh, built, just do your own nothing thing. Nothing built,
1: and they also needed new comedians because there hadn't been a batch for a while, so we all started working in clubs like, right
0: away. Like really early. Like
1: within the first year, I was hosting... Weekends and stuff like that.
0: Oh, wow. Which, for anyone who isn't super up on the comedy game, usually that's like a few years. Yeah. Maybe, like, at like, least. I look back and be like, what the fuck were they doing? So did everyone just like die in, like one... Like what are those things like the No, but you couldn't days, die, like the, or you wouldn't the, be the king. Dies and you're three, and they're like, wait, well, the next in line. It was kind
1: of like that, yeah. Like it's like there's no other option. So these
0: ones are hosting shows now. There's no other options apart from John Hastings. Let's get him on. Let's get him it, on the stage. It was, like
1: Christoph Davidson, who you might have met. He was in no. Australia a bit.
0: Don't know that one.
1: Got nothing. Ask Sam Campbell about him. He Sam okay. Campbell and I had a fun bonding of like, wait, you know Christoph, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... And yeah, there, and then moved to Toronto for three years, and then moved here in 2012 to London Town.
0: To London Town, 2012. Then you spent a five-stretch here. Six-stretch, solid. Six. Oof. Solid. Solid. No no go-backsies?
1: I'd go back to renew my visa once a year.
0: And that was it? That was it. And a bit of Australia in there, but most yeah. of
1: my career was here for six years.
0: In the London. Okay. So that was... And it destroyed me
1: really it was really hard towards the end i was really unhappy because i watched brexit happen i was here before
0: so brexit like kind of hit you in the in the soul
1: absolutely if they fucked up their country they i have no sympathy for any of them they fucked it up right. and and all of the remain people should have t- fucking chucked jeremy corbyn out of power that old bag of shit. <laughs> And you put in an actual uh, opposition to something you don't want it to have happen. Yeah, Everything that's happening right now is a direct result of people either being too egotistical to understand what is going on or too stubborn to understand what is going on. You have economically collapsed the strongest currency in the Western world, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Do you understand that the day before Brexit, it was almost... Two and a half to one to the Canadian dollar And two to one to the American dollar And it's yeah. now on par with the American dollar In two years And it's basically been on a par
0: Since the day of Brexit
1: They can all fucking suck my dick Oh, Brexit broke my heart
0: Is it on par with the American dollar here? It's on par with
1: the American okay. Jesus Anytime they say we'll stay within the European Union By the way, it spikes up almost a dollar And then they go, oh no, we're not Ugh Because people are fucking children and they don't like being told what to do because they don't understand what the European Union is. You babies, you're a bunch of babies. I mean,
0: if you've if you've had to hang out with like Belgian people, you would want to leave. Like I get that. Yeah, but don't fucking talk to them. (laughs) Just reap the benefits of
1: your. Remember how you didn't have (laughs) motorways until the nineties? You fucking backwards shithole.
0: Um, John, John's actually doing a couple of shows in London the next two nights I certainly
1: am And you can come and hear me say these exact same things And if you do not like them You are invited
0: to go kill yourself This is a powerful political message I
1: guarantee I'm going to be right In a hundred years This era of history will be looked at as The time that England
0: fucked themselves uh, In the same time period where Trump is in America
1: and I guarantee America will weather the storm so much better than the British. Interesting.
0: I'm just impressed that you care about the country like this because Brexit for me, I'm just like you know, it's like kind of like seeing a car crash with no one involved that you know. It's, it's just kind of like oh was, yeah, whatever.
1: It's because I was here before because I arrived in 2012. Yeah, there were still in austerity measures from 2008, and you, I saw the country rebuilding itself. Things were going back to being built, and there was hope within the nation i was here during the olympics and it was london was changing over it was still an affordable place to live it was becoming a modern place like it london in when i first came in 2011 it wasn't super foreign but there were a lot more differences between here in north america or here in australia than they originally right. were. It was a what, very foreign place
0: what what kind of stuff just like you-
1: like the the products the culture it wasn't it sounds crazy but seven years ago the world was a very separate place the internet wasn't as, as entrenched, entrenched, and as uniting and everything of that, we sort of realized yeah, we
0: weren't all looking through Facebook's funnel. Exactly, for yeah.
1: lack of a better term. Hmm. And I watched that totally change, and then in the middle of it, for some, I know why. Yeah, a bunch of fucking a bunch of young people panicked because they thought I was told I didn't have to work, and life was going to be easy, which no one actually told you that. Yeah. And a bunch of old people panicked because they didn't recognize the smells that were coming down the street. So, we got to fucking teeth these brown people out that have been here since the fucking 70s. So, they committed Brexit and but, fucked it all up.
0: But they've been to Europe, right? Like, they know there are no like brown people in Europe. Like, they're not, I, they're no, not they getting rid of those like people. They haven't
1: been to Europe. And by the way, like, you see it rolling now of Nissan in Sunderland, which was one of the biggest majority leave voting cities, Mm. they're moving towards closing that plant. Like, it's going to economically destroy this country. Right. Which was my home for many, many years. And it's one of those things where I feel... I have a soft spot for it. There's a lot of things about England that drive me crazy, but it was still a place where I learned a lot and I grew a lot as a person, and I didn't, like, see that happen.
0: Yeah.
1: And also, like... Because were you here the day Brexit happened? No,
0: I was... um, I was... (coughs) Where was I? I remember... The only real impact of Brexit for me was I was just about to book accommodation in Edinburgh and Brexit happened. And then I waited two weeks and then I transferred the money because the conversion rate was fucking beautiful.
1: Oh, the conversion rate must have been an absolute
0: delight. It was awesome. It was just like, hey, you know that thing that's usually like three to the dollar? Like, yeah, like it was three dollars to one the and pound? Half to it? Yeah, it was amazing. Like, saved so much money for this guy. On a very personal level, Brexit's been quite beneficial. A hundred percent,
1: by the way. Which is also the stupid thing is it's now <laughs> they're
0: just all fucking ridiculous. I've, I've, I've never seen you bothered. I think in my in my life until this conversation. It's
1: very funny. People say that a lot about me. They're like, "Oh, we've never seen you get nervous. We've never seen you bothered." And it's like. Well, you've caught me at some very rare moments because I am constantly nervous and constantly like, this
0: motherfucker. But this is like the most involved I've ever seen It was It's in. one
1: of those things where I just really fucking hated it. I hated it so but much. Is that why you left? It is was a part of it. It was a part of it. I was, I was gearing up to go anyway. I'd always wanted to sort of explore working in the States and build yeah. my career there. But when it happened, I was a little bit like, good fucking riddance. Because also, by the way, I thought Hillary was going to win. <laughs> as did everyone
0: yeah everyone was like well this it's not anything trump is gonna win i don't no. think anyone i before that electoral cycle was like ever like you know he's probably gonna be president that'll be donald j trump it was the day of the election when i started to
1: see him winning in some states mm. where i was like this might not go well yeah and then it was it like by Six o'clock UK time by one o'clock here. I was in Leicester and, I, and he was winning a lot. And I was like, oh, no. And then no. I went to the fucking, oh, Hackney Working Men's Club where Tom Tuck was running this thing where comedians debate American politics. It's very stupid. And I got <laughs> violently drunk. Sure. yeah, Violently drunk and went home and unclogged my
0: toilet. I remember that. The drunk toilet unclog. Someone had got the plunger me at
1: out. 3:30 in the morning, being like, "I just used the toilet and it's all clogged." I was on the way home, and there was a 24-hour grocery shop, and I went and bought two bottles of clog, de-clogger.
0: Lovely. Unclogged my toilet. Like drainer Is this we're talking drainer? Yeah.
1: I don't know if you've noticed this. No one puts plungers in their bathrooms in the UK.
0: Yeah, which which is interesting, given it's quite poor plumbing here.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The, the assumption there is, is that
0: I don't know what they're doing.
1: It's also, do you find that you smear the bowl a lot more because there's a lot less water in the toilet?
0: Uh I would say pretty consistent. Like not Consistent w-
1: smear or inconsistent? Like smear?
0: consistent with Australia. Like I haven't noticed an Any increase sort of or a decrease in the smear here.
1: I haven't noticed a direct increase in smear.
0: I, I think the European toilet is the one that freaks me out the most. Which one? Like the display toilet. I call it the display toilet. Because there's like the the oh, majority like the, of the bowl is like flat the german one where it's yeah. like it's
1: over top so it's like
0: look what you've done here, here it is Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I you, and then you press the button and it kind of like pushes it off like a water slide yeah i
1: don't like that at all yeah i like a nice
0: north american
1: filled to the brim with water
0: see as an australian i'm like that's a waste of water that's unacceptable sure it
1: is yeah sometimes we're wasteful as people
0: no but just like I, you're yeah. in australia homes are wasteful you should be
1: living outside <laughs>
0: Well, look, we have a history of that that we try to ignore.
1: Yeah, that you guys have done a great deal of effort to murder. Yeah, Brexit was really
0: fucked up. And it was,
1: yeah, it was a part of my thinking. And it was also like the months afterwards, people were directly hostile towards anyone who was not British if they felt that they, because they thought they'd won. They thought there was this great victory.
0: So it was like kind of like a nationalist movement. Absolutely. Thing, where it's just like, oh, what accents that? Get out of here. I
1: had the Nottingham Glee. Right. guy told me to go home. And I said, "No, I'm going to go to your home and fuck your mother, you piece of garbage." And he got up to rush the stage, and security <laughs> tackled him. Like it was, <laughs> it was fucking, and it was sheer. It was near constant. You talked to like Uber drivers or taxi drivers, and all of these people that were going on. Oh, it's a good thing, and they didn't know what was going on. Yeah, a friend of mine voted to leave Europe because he didn't like the fact that the European Union has an army. Here's the one problem. They don't. <laughs> and it's just yeah. Oh it, man. Sign of the times. But I do think that the world will be better off in the end if Britain ever figures out what the fuck they're going to do. If they go back on it, which I think they should. Yeah. I think the world will be better off if, you know, if and when Trump leaves. Whoever follows Trump, I think will be very progressive in their views.
0: But do you do you think Britain can go back? Like in my head it's kind of like that would be pretty huge. That's like, what they've they've done is like the scissors, paper, rock and and the one side's one and they've been like, no, it's best out of three. Yeah, they can definitely go back. They can uh, do,
1: but it's one of those things where if, by the way, if they don't, there is a possibility there are no, flights won't be able to take off at the end of March. There's a possibility that there's no food coming in. Wow. Like trade deals aren't these like, fall out of the sky you have if you do not have the European Union Trader which is your closest trade partner where by the way everything that we have is made there (laughs) then what the fuck are you gonna
0: do look I'm just a simple Australian boy we get our produce from Australia because we're too far from everything
1: and you might be walking back there coming March 31st I'm allowed to stay. The Commonwealth, the uh, it's open. That maybe. is very true. That is the one benefit of being part of the
0: Commonwealth. Commonwealth. I actually,
1: I also do think that you're going to see a huge spike of youth immigration going the other way for the first time. Like how a lot of Australians and Canadians come here for a couple of years. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of British people going there. Are
0: we in Canada, what kind of visa can they get to go? Do you the know the same
1: one as the one you got to come here, or I I
0: got to come here? Because
1: are you on like a two-year? Two year. Yeah, it's the same one.
0: Really? In Australia, we don't give them that. You don't give them that. How fun's that? That's very cool. We're like fuck you, dude. What do you? What do, they, what do you give them? They get a year, and then if they want to stay for another, they have to year, work on a farm three months.
1: You have, what is that work on a farm thing? I
0: don't know. I, I keep I probably bring it up on this thing a lot. I just I still have never done the. I don't know. Like I don't know why we thought you know who'd be a great unskilled laborer. British people. So, but it's say you do the same thing with Canadians.
1: Is that you have to work on a farm? We do with, for... with
0: everybody, apart from Americans. I think I think they get a different deal
1: weird and also a lot of people apparently don't actually work on the farm
0: uh most of them do if they're on that visa like there's no really way to get around it like as far as i know like you've got to. you might not be like picking fruit from a thing but like you'll be like maybe in a factory like sorting something so weird but you like live on the farm like you live out there i mean i think it's cool because
1: yeah it's a little rustic
0: yeah, because like if you're from England, like you've never seen that. Because like I still can't get over it. Like this country is just a big garden, like just a really fucking big garden. Like there's nothing untamed. Like everything's been landscaped at some yeah, but point. Yeah, it's,
1: it's so small. But that. But isn't that nuts? If we drove due north for seven hours, yeah, we'd hit water. We'd be in water at six.
0: Yeah, I know, but like. Even then, like, there's still a lot of stuff. I know it's been like yeah, a, yeah, lo- yeah. a long time and a long history of farming, whereas in Australia, obviously, it was like nomadic. So it's only like 200 years of mm-hmm. like tilling the land or whatever. But still, in Australia, most of it, like, the vast, vast, vast majority of it is untamed.
1: Also, Australia has this weird thing where there's just a bunch of parts where the environment goes crazy. And you, like, isn't there a whole part of it that there's a part of the year where there's just flies everywhere? Yeah. There's like
0: moths. Yeah. Like, what? Just don't go there. We got we got moths, what but he was still live there. Yeah, you got to live there. They're just a couple of months, do. Mate. No, close, but close the, the door.
1: But there's one part where it's literally just like it's a like a fog of flies
0: for like five months. I don't think that's true. That sounds like an exaggeration. I don't know. I I, I don't quote me. I'll look it up. It's like as, a, as always. I put things at the back of the pod. So like it was above, like going above Perth. Someone said i mean there's like there's like wet season and shit but that wouldn't be flies that'd be the opposite of flies yeah, it would be the opposite of flies because they can't fly in rain interesting i don't know but yeah i i, but get... I have
1: the same problem because it's coming from canada where you're like what do you mean like the idea that someone will say oh we're driving for two hours it's a really
0: long distance is like what are you talking about but i'd it, start in shift i got a four-hour drive coming up this week and i'm like oof yeah, you do. You Four d- hours each way—that's rough.
1: What's weird is you think so, and then you do it, and you're like, oh, "That wasn't that bad." Yeah. And yeah, it's odd though. Cause do you drive or do you? Are you a passenger? I'm passenger. See, I think that's also always longer. Yeah, I much prefer to drive. Of course, mm. you're. D- I also driving solo. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoy solo. Do you, do you do you make a call? Do you a call? It? Oh, I love it. That's exactly what you, do. <laughs> you get. That phone tooth it. Tooth well, that phone.
1: You also don't, like, you You live away from so many people in your life that aren't, you know, comedians or you live here with your girlfriend. Yeah. But it's the perfect opportunity to, like, get your mom on the phone, get your dad on the phone.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to be better with that. When I'm on the train now is when I make the majority of my phone calls. Just oh, like that's balls. That's good. You have excellent reception on the train if you're able to get phone yeah. calls out. Yeah, dude. Like, what are you talking about? It's pretty good. Oh, mine always. Maybe I'll terrible. give a shout out. AA, pretty good. So no, that's I've, all right. I've got no I've had no complaints with them.
1: I go three network just because it works internationally. Yeah. And, and you can keep it alive for like one pound a month. So I oh, That's keep my, good. Keep my UK number going.
0: These are the these are the handy tips people are looking for more at in the pot.
1: The only reason is because a guy at a Carphone Warehouse in two thousand and twelve told me that and just got me this deal.
0: Do they have Carphone Warehouse here?
1: Yeah, I think it's a British company.
0: Really? I assumed it was an Australian thing. I just it sounds like an Australian thing. It's just... Come kind of to the car phone Warehouse. Like that, Yeah, you know? the car phone Warehouse, eh? Yeah. All right, right can't. Yeah. That's, That's
1: the one thing with Australia, is you guys ju- do just sound so
0: stupid sometimes.
1: I... Even though you're not, like, it'll be someone discussing Chaucer and be like, hey, <laughs> the lady of B.A.S. she was a real fucking can.
0: Mate, I completely disagree with that. I think... I I mean, actually... Canadians
1: by the way, are no better.
0: No... Anything that besides the neutral Canadian accent Sounds like we don't know how to read But we, I think we both sound a bit simple Whereas like American sounds stupid Like that's the difference Like we're kind of like Just like Oh are you telling me some guy wrote a book 400 years ago Like that You know but, like,
1: but, but again American But like when you say American Like which Like the base American accent Or are you going southern
0: uh, Probably, probably West Coast accent. I think sounds the dumbest. Like, bro. Yeah, just I just I just. I'll never... By the way,
1: I've been on the West Coast for five months. I've yet to meet someone that actually speaks like that.
0: Yeah, because the LA everyone's just crushed it. But I don't think like anyone. San, wait, where where did I go? Santa Monica? No, there's a place up. Fuck. I San can't Francisco. Remember. Not San Francisco. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara probably. Is that the small town? Yeah. Small Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Then you get some like bro yo dude dude
1: how you doing bro yeah
0: but how, how has been the la transition do you miss stuff from him i do miss some things buddy i miss the public transit if i'm honest man best public transport in the world london i'm sorry new york it is better here
1: absolutely it's better here
0: better here expensive as fuck though Oof.
1: yeah but it's you it, i it's one of the few things that in the world where you get what you pay for
0: Yeah, but just that thing in New York, you get like the rail card for like the month and it costs not that much. Whereas here, it's like 250 quid a tube.
1: Yeah, but why don't you just do the weekly pass for 32 pounds? Is that a thing? Are you drunk? Yeah.
0: I just I just tap and go with the with my bank Even card. Even
1: tapping as you go with your bank card. Yeah. That's such a scam. Get an Oyster card and just put a weekly pass on it.
0: Thirty two. I'm not. Am I racking up thirty two? You
1: will be so shocked how much money you end up saving.
0: Interesting. Because. Are you sure that's a thing?
1: Hundred percent. Like they cap it at ten pounds, so you will only have to pay ten pounds a day, and then the rest of your rides are free. Right. If you're on pay as you go. Right. But okay so then you have to, you and you usually will spend about you'll spend about equal if not more just tapping in and out tapping in and out
0: yeah that's interesting i don't know i just i got i always got told that they, they cap you on the on like your contactless as opposed to your oyster i got told the complete opposite thing to you
1: well, whoever no i just always get a weekly pass it's great 32 bucks and you're everywhere
0: you're everywhere
1: Zone one and two, but if you're going to zone three, I, I what, where why?
0: <laughs> most people live in zone three.
1: You live in zone one, I think.
0: Yeah, zone one, but that's I'm not most people. Uh, no, but exactly,
1: so. but you also why would you ever need to go to zone three?
0: Well yeah, I know. That I'm just I'm just curious about this now. Okay, the it's other public thing I transport.
1: Do, I do miss about London pre twenty fifteen when they installed gates at every station. Yeah. Is you used to be able to ride that tube for free. <laughs>
0: Just all the time?
1: Finsbury Park, there were a bunch of tube stations that didn't have gates. So basically, any station that was also a national rail station.
0: Right. No gates.
1: I think they couldn't agree on who would maintain the gates or something like that. (laughs) So there were just no gates. And there were websites that they finally took down and then there was one on Reddit for a while. There was literally like tube hack or TFL hack and it was like, want to ride it for free? Here's how you do
0: it. And it just every station where you can get off with no Every station
1: you can get off, every place where it's like, Oh, you live in this area. You want to ride it for free. Here's how you do it. Here's like the routes and stuff like that. And it was hilarious.
0: Oh, man. That sounds great. It was great. I love I love any flagrant thing like that. Just yeah, just a real a real scofflaw attitude. Yeah, it's like in Australia we have the sniffer dogs at like train stations and shit. Have you seen that? Yeah. That's pretty wild. We, I need to talk about that in one episode more. But yeah, we have like sniffer dogs in clubs and train stations and stuff. There's like a lot of lot of
2: lot well, of laws that we just
0: tread all over. We're the opposite of America, you know. Like take our personal freedoms, whatever. Just don't put us back in jail. Australia, That's our vibe.
1: Interesting. With that, is that It is very much a not a drug place. Like it's one of the places where no one re- like is like yeah, drugs. Like it's just so. Like weed a little bit and people are doing speed and meth. <laughs> that's As in the country, we have like a big issue with
0: ice and meth and stuff.
1: But I mean like there are sniffer dogs everywhere. It's still like very like, we'll call someone but you got to be careful. Like in the rest of the world, everyone's just like, yeah, do what you please. Yeah, but very backward on that. I think it's because it's so isolated that it's so difficult to get it in the country.
0: Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong like people you know people I know have been doing drugs forever
1: oh my god yeah I've, the most amount of junkies I've met have been in Australia
0: really yeah like heroin yeah like, yeah okay that used that used to be a thing it's not so much anymore not so much anymore actually well, guess, one, one thing I was gonna say what are your impressions of Australia you've been there quite extensively
1: I like it it's just warm Canada I literally just think of it as a warm yeah Canada. you don't
0: even see the difference you're just like I just ah. feel like
1: there's, it's very much mat- Cheesemo in some ways it's sometimes very intentionally backward or very intentionally contrarian in terms of personality yeah it has a pro a nationalist pride that Canada does not have like it's very like fucking Australia
0: can't <laughs> that's interesting um because obviously that's not the part of Australia that I come from but there the, is a huge amount of that you yeah know? And I, don't, then, I, don't, I don't mean Sydney I mean like purely in terms of like socioeconomic like all that absolutely shit. I, it's, yeah. it's
1: it's also one of those things where Canada is next to Australia gets to have its own culture because it's not next to the largest exporter of culture in the world
0: yeah and they still infiltrate our culture I read this article yesterday they're very worried Australian students are starting to sound less Australian good we're concerned they're starting to use more American slang we're dropping our Aussie slang like Struth and Crikey
1: only one in three boys are called Macker
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know a guy's Um, first name is Mackenzie
1: is that who Macker would be? It would be Mackenzie?
0: Nah, there's like that. Well, nah, usually it's a last name thing. Like the uh, muck from your last name will just go Macker in the front.
1: Yeah, because it's Devo, Macker. What's the other one?
0: What, like nicknames?
1: Yeah, there's like a few like. Like real,
0: Maddie? Like,
1: Maddie, like Gibbo or Dibble.
0: Gibbo, yeah, Nugget. Heaps mm. of Australian people called Nugget.
1: What? Why?
0: Wait, no. that's not a thing in Canada? No. You serious? Yeah. <laughs> Um, nugget. Yeah, it just means like you're you're kind of short and like chunky. Yuck, man. Like yeah, nugget. it's disgusting. Yeah, but like you know, you're a bit of a nugget. You're oh, little. Fuck. And you you're strong. Like it's it implies strength as well as pudginess.
1: Yeah, and then also the weird adding of like IE onto the back of things like, gatesy or, bababees or
0: Ooh <laughs> like. I mean, you're not doing very well with these examples. With that,
1: how do you guys call ACDC Akadaka? i Yeah, never forget. I'm just like, what?
0: Well, this, this this is the thing about Australia that I find really weird. So anything that's a short name, we lengthen. it, yeah. Anything that's a long name, we shorten. Like we we just want everything to be the exact same kind of length. Like Akadaka, like ACDC becomes Akadaka. Yeah. Because it's easier to say than ACDC. But then our prime minister is called Scott Morrison, but he's referred to in the media as Scomo. I mean. Like, like a celebrity couple. That's our prime minister, the PM Skoma. When
1: did he become the prime minister? When did when uh, his fucking
0: shithead get out of there? Malcolm Turnbull went out uh, last year, October? No, earlier than that. I don't know. It's, last year sometime.
1: I've been to Australia four times. It's never been the same prime minister once.
0: But if you look at my childhood, 89. No, 89, sorry, that was... Basically, as long as I can remember stuff. So, like, I think it was 1996 until 2007. All the same guy.
1: Was that Bob Hawke? Was it the guy who kept drinking?
0: No, John Howard. That was John Howard, our liberal. The guy who got rid of all the guns. And I like that dismantled, guy. A lot. Dismantled the unions.
1: Don't like that part.
0: Yeah, it was. It was an interesting guy. I a lot of people from my generation have kind of. We always used to hate him, but we've kind of come to respect him for having an ideology. Because at the moment, most Australian prime ministers just it's just populist whatever. Well, this is the interesting thing about.
1: Looking at America is Nixon now within Trump. Nixon was a horrifically evil human being, yeah, but also did some amazingly important good things. Created the EPA, right? Tried to end starvation in the world. Um, uh, took steps to basically destroy the um, Soviet hold on the on the planet. Which the way he did it, what? How do you? F- whatever. But he opened negotiations with China. and ended a lot of the human rights atrocities that were occurring there in that iteration they started up again with the replacements but hey what are you going to do it's just very interesting looking at the history of like how and who
0: people get remembered like holy shit
1: yeah the environment would actually be worse off without nixon that's insane
0: (laughs) yeah it's weird hey like the the causation you're just kind of like oh wow okay he was the guy for that. All right, great, good. Yeah, like it's bizarre. Like Clinton is the reason
1: that 2008 happened, not George W. Bush. You're like, what? No. <laughs>
0: uh, actually, just we gotta we gonna have to wrap up soon, man. We're done. We're How done. Long well, have we talked? Hour 15. Woo! Yeah, I like to I like to get a like nice little sweet spot between 60 and 90. It's good. Yeah. The old 60-90. <laughs> yeah Dinner <laughs> too. Do you have bingo in Canada? Of course. Do you have all the the things? This is how weird. Like legs, legs eleven, sixty nine dinner for two. Like you say the words no. after the bingo. Stop touching the microphone. I will not. Um, this a, is how a, weird. Antagonizing the listeners. This is how
1: weird Canada was. I remember as a kid on television on Saturday night mm. between six and eight it was just a guy in a bingo hall calling bingo.
0: Get the what on channel six? Yeah. How many channels do you got in Canada?
1: When I was a kid, at first it was. 12 and 24 and then we didn't have cable for like seven years right
0: so it was three you have three non-cable channels yeah it'd be three non-cable channels jesus i think we've got five six non-cable but then, now we got more we we doubled recently well that's most, the thing is most new... of my life we had like two sbs seven nine ten that was it What's crazy now is
1: that with digital, if you just get an antenna, you get like 15 or 16 channels. Yeah,
0: of like the secondary channels, right? Is it the same? There? Yeah, because you
1: can't encrypt them in the same way because digital is just a wave in the air. So it's like right. these ones all share that wave that's picked up by this antenna. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have them.
0: But I, still, I still don't know about the T Like, we've got a TV here, but we don't use TV. TV. You just watch Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, like, the TV license, I'm like, what the fuck is that?
1: You do still have to pay for it, by the way. Yeah. Even if you're not using TV.
0: No, that's not true. I've heard the opposite. I would look into that. Because uh, I, I got a note.
1: That, but, the, but this is the thing. Wait, do you
0: use iPlayer? No. Nah. Then you're fine. Exactly. It's just iPlayer and shit. Yeah. But this is the thing. It's like, apparently they can turn up and be like, hey, using a TV? And you're like, no, nope, you just shut the door in their face. Like They can't do anything. This is what I, these are like the rumors. I would look into that. I think they can't
1: actually look. British stuff. Because also a laptop also counts as a television.
0: I didn't know that if you use iPlayer. It's so weird over here. Like they're wondering why no one's watching their shit. It's like just make it easier. But a shitload of people watch their shit. I mean, I did not actually look at that. The viewing numbers for something. They were like, yeah, it was averaging like four million. I'm like, that's a lot. It's a huge populated country. Like it's there's so many people here. But like just for TV, you know, like American, there's so many channels and shit. Like they get oh, yeah. fuck all. Like their shows get like a million if they're lucky. Like the like the low like just the kind of random show. It's so like weird. Like a random it's, sitcom.
1: Someone told me I don't think this is true. Mm-hmm. But that HBO basically makes John Oliver not for the ratings, but for how much it gets on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that makes sense
1: to me completely. Like that's in crazy. Like wait a minute, you're spending all the money for TV quality to put it on a screen the size of a stamp.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, people watch the YouTube on their TV, oh, you exactly. know, Apple play it. They're just like, yeah, whatever. As long no, as they, they the rack that up. You
1: see specifically him watching it on their phones
0: in the morning. You're like, yeah. ho, ho, John. Talked,
1: talked through a yawn there is what I just did. Yeah, told. he's
0: done, done it a bit. you still in the jet lags. When did you fly it?
1: I flew in last week, but I flew from San Francisco directly to Portugal and then went on set for a commercial and was in a river <laughs>
0: canoeing dressed as a Mountie. <laughs> Sorry, you've got to explain the commercial thing because you kind of told me, and then I forgot to bring it up. But I'm I the really face of a to. gum in Denmark. Just
1: Google <laughs> Stimmerol Ranger.
0: And what a face for a gum! Like, why? Like, mint. Dressed like
1: a Mountie as well.
0: Do you speak in English? Yeah. And they dub you or no? No. It's just this, the face and voice. Well, because the gum. rest,
1: of, so much of the world just goes, we speak such and such and English. So they're like, they're like, we speak yeah, Danish. Yeah, yeah. And English.
0: Well, is this why you're f- so frustrated with Brexit? It's stopping you earning your sweet... Doesn't de- stop me at Denmark all, baby. Money.
1: Uh, here's what it does stop the British from fucking getting any tax. <laughs> I will be taxed by the Americans at a much lower rate because they're fucking foolish and don't give you health care. That's true.
0: Love a good American Actually, tax. Actually, I don't think that's true for the next year. <laughs> Fuck, no. I got to pay Britain still. <laughs> um, but no, was uh Yeah, so you you left the UK. Was it... Brexit related? Yeah, partly. Partly. And we're also
1: in, ready to go. Ready uh, to go.
0: Because you found it hard. People do find it hard. I found that interesting. This is my second year here. So I don't, I don't think like I'm there yet. But people, it seems to, people who aren't from here, London especially, it seems to like add up. You know, like smoking. Yeah, it's a lot... It it accrues over time. Yeah, it's
1: a lot of stress. It was also... I was traveling and working too much. Like, I was taking no days off because you can get to a point here where you can gig every night and be making money every night. And this doesn't sound like it's a complaint, but in a way it is. And that was very dangerous for me because I had been poor for most of my adult life and the idea to actually be earning a good living wage.
0: Yeah, because here is like one of the few... Comedy circuits in the world where you can make a good wage, yeah, live. So like, I was like, well, why live? the fuck would I not take advantage? Take advantage of that, and in those sweet pounds, And those sweet sweet pounds, used to be worth something.
1: Oh, Christmas 2015, I'll never forget it. The Canadian dollar is tied to oil, and um, oh, what the fuck are they called? UPAC? EPAC? Oh, the the alliance that controls oil prices in the Middle East. I don't know. Ah! someone's yelling at their phone right now they dropped the uh, barrel price of oil so the canadian dollar plummeted yeah but the british dollar spiked yeah and i worked out with the fee my bank card was charging me for taking out money so i could ride the bus in toronto yeah it was cheaper for me to take ubers because (laughs) it was based that was based in the uk so it would just like come in as a UK pound like it would be like two pounds yeah, yeah, for yeah. a ten
0: dollar Uber. And you were just like, This is the dream. I was like, this is ridiculous.
1: <laughs>
0: I thought you were gonna make some splashy purchase, like, Mom.
1: I made a few splash I bought a laptop. Like I literally nice. like, I just of course.
0: Of course you should. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wait for that. It's like when Australia's dollar was like parity with the US, it was like, come to Papa. I'm what, going. What uh and also didn't you guys just get a bunch
1: of money from the government one year yeah stimulus package so everyone got like 20 bucks
0: no nah, it was like a grand everyone just got a grand yeah and you had to spend it that was the point what if you didn't spend it well the government got pissed at you but that's fine like that wasn't the intention of the package the intention of the package was to give everyone a thousand dollars they could then put back into the economy which would then stimulate the economy did and it work i think so we dodged the recession yeah, but so
1: did Canada because both of our countries have really tight banking regulations.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, what do you want? They gave us the stimulus package and it works. I mean, I bought, I think I bought a laptop. No, I didn't. I bought some textbooks. University. I, was, I, was, I, was a, I was a young man.
1: I just remember, I, the only reason I knew about this is I was, I was trying to learn about Australian comedy and I was watching Will Anderson and he just talked about... Oh, the, the king of Australian comedy, Will Anderson. Kevin Rudd's free TV money and I looked up what the fuck he was talking about.
0: Yeah. No, yeah does any australian comedy reach canada like is there anyone big there like i would assume carl
1: Barron, weirdly i've seen plays bigger places like theaters occasionally
0: yeah no he's, he's probably our biggest our biggest export in he's any so market so
1: quietly huge there like he never plays any of the festivals
0: he just does his own thing he does town halls theaters in the country doesn't do anything apart from that no tv no interview no anything
1: no, like interview, no, nothing. No,
0: doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck.
1: Holy shit! A
0: true, like that's the thing. He is, he's fucking good. Too. Oh, he's very funny. Is is Australia's like comedy hero? Like he's the perfect Australian for comedy, and like Australian man thing. Like that's that's just him. Mm. And then the industry can't use him because he refuses to do anything for them. So they have to try and make these other people as big as Carl Barron, but, but they can't. So
1: is Carl Barron? St- statistically the biggest comedian
0: yeah like apart from Jim Jeffries I guess but like that wasn't Jim Jeffries
1: was not homegrown Jim Jeffries was bigger everywhere else before it was like legit that broke him in Australia
0: yeah he had to be reintroduced into Australia like the gun control bit broke him in Australia
1: because it was so pro-Australian such
0: yeah and like yeah Americans are dumb Australians are smart we're like
1: woo. what's interesting about that bit in Jim Jeffries in general is you would think his audience would be us
0: but his audience is actually way older
1: like, my dad's gone to see Jim Jefferies. Really? Because that gun control bit...
0: Appeals to... He
1: loved it. and Because lo- it's just straight-up observational comedy from a guy in a leather jacket. Yeah, which is what they want. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, all right, good time. My dad loves it. Oh, my God, <laughs> so
0: happy about it. Um, uh, wait, before, before we go, would you... I want to ask
1: more about Carl Barron,
0: but keep going. Um, before, like, you're living in L.A. now? Yes, partly in L.A., partly in London. Per- per- permanent in the in the over there?
1: I think probably permanent coming back and forth. I'm kind of liking... You're liking the double? Liking I'm like the, the double. I'm just doing what... I liked living in Britain because I like doing the Edinburgh Festival and I like doing festivals and I liked making a new show every year and I realized I can just do that and I don't need to worry about going up and down the country.
0: Yeah, in your little towns. In my little towns. In your villages. Like It's
1: nothing against those gigs. If... I get to the point where I could support a tour. I will be back in those little towns.
0: Yeah. But until then, just do the festival. Then but go until to then, LA.
1: And then do LA, pop back in. Like, I just like it. It's just what I, it's what I wanted to do. Pardon me, going to yawn again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Most yawns on the pod ever. The um, very tired John Hastings. I just yawn a lot. And it's just, yeah, it's just
1: trying to do what actually makes me feel happy in my career as opposed to mm. going to Middlesbrough
0: a lot. Middlesbrough. I've never been to the Middlesbrough. Sucks. I said I did because usually you pay out Birmingham and it has the same number of syllables as Middlesbrough. Interesting. So I was like, I'm going to say Middlesbrough while I'm in Birmingham. Do you like Birmingham? As yes. A town? Big fan. Really? Love it. Least favorite city in the United Kingdom. Interesting. It is my most favorite outside of London. Like you got you really? you may, you may as well just exclude London. It's like.
1: interesting It's interesting how you get people that like Liverpool, Birmingham or Manchester, but yeah. none of them agree. Like everyone likes one of those three.
0: Yeah. I would go Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool. That's my order.
1: I would go Birmingham, maybe Liverpool in the daytime only, then Birmingham. Like Manchester, absolutely number one.
0: Absolutely number one. Interesting. I mean, yeah. Like we we talking shows and life or just life.
1: Shows and life. Yeah. Birmingham think- for shows? Fucking amazing. Birmingham was a city. Doo doo trousers.
0: Yeah, I, it's got something. It's got a little integrity that I like. It's got Asian people. And like Asian people, like we say Asian people, not like British people say Asian people. Asian people from
1: Southeast Asia as opposed to Asian people from continental well, Asia.
0: China is not Southeast Asia. I get... It's very... Japan is I, not I, Southeast I Asia. I know, Korea but is not Southeast Asia. Why are they South Asian? You know what's South Asian? Fucking India. That's I, what South Asian is.
1: It gets so fucking confusing because what you... How they used to distinguish it is saying Oriental Asian. Yeah. Proper Asian. I know. But... Oriental became a racial term. So now you can't say it. The problem is is that it's literally the place. It's what the geographical marker was. They are from the Orient. No. And I'm not defending my use of that word. It just gets very confusing.
0: No, but I think I think they're wrong here. I I maintain this is what I do in Australia and I I will bring it forward. It is you are Asian if you're like from China, Japan, Korea, Malaysia, Indonesia, etc. and if you are from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, whatever, you're brown. That's it. I just say they're all Asian. They're all Asian. They're all Asian, Uh, and then
1: I will clarify what region of Asia they are from by getting to know them. (laughs) By getting
0: to know them, by asking a follow-up question. Uh, Any other city in the UK that you'd live in apart from London? Brighton or Manchester? A lot of people say Brighton. Brighton's. I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to ask more consistent questions on this thing. That was my. That was my insert there. That's a. It's a. It's a. It's close enough to London that
1: it wouldn't affect your. The career for your comedian, yeah, far enough away that it would be a different change of pace. The problem is a lot of people have figured that out about Brighton, yeah, but now so they're just commuters. So now it's a really expensive place to live, yeah. What we're also going to see is that when that Crossrail comes into London, woo, we're going to see some interesting places become popular to live in.
0: What's the Crossrail?
1: Crossrail is going to go from Reading basically to Heathrow across the city, and it's going to open up, I think, Kent and a very a couple of other places, and you're 20 minutes into um, central London
0: shit so they just they keep they keep bringing the ring out for london
1: yeah they absolutely like reading will now be part of london essentially it'll be a Uh, suburb of london
0: that's a horrible place Uh, not a good place no (laughs) not a good place um go back to canada at any point is anything tugging on your heartstrings to go back
1: my girlfriend lives in canada which is something that we can't get we can we could have discussed it a later date but yeah my girlfriend lives in canada we Met at a bar and have been in a long distance relationship.
0: How long? Long distance?
1: Three years. Oof.
0: Yeah, bud. Did, Real rough. That is shit. Um, yeah, that's hate shit. I I didn't even try to sugarcoat. I'm just like, long distance sucks. Sucks.
1: Balls. <laughs> Where is your girlfriend
0: right now? Work. What does she do? Uh, marketing. I like that. Yeah. Across, like five minutes walk away short distance that's very convenient yeah no it's annoying because now she makes me bring her stuff she's like oh i forgot my thing can you just bring it and i'm like uh fine don't
1: you understand i'm pretending to work by laying around exactly do you do that thing where you're living with a partner and you have a nighttime job and they have a daytime job where you get up when they get up or do you i get up when they get up
0: but i don't like she goes straight out the door there's no breakfast, you know like she literally gets up out Gets up showers, like I'll wake up when she wakes up and we'll chat while she gets ready and then I'll do some work in bed. <laughs> what a job we have. There's nothing um, better. Little laptop in bed. Yeah, just a bit of, bit of email, bit of that. And then, yeah, you, I, I liked in Sydney more the crossover. That's one of the only annoying things with London and like just doing gigs outside of London. Like you miss the crossover time. Like that kind of 5.30 to yeah. 6.37, you know? Because you're not, you're not getting that much in London right now. Not too much. Varies week to week. Yeah. I'm seeing plenty of this beautiful country. Of course.
1: You'll see a lot more of it and then it'll get... It's weird. As you're here longer, the more you're in London. Yeah. Which is weird that you would... But everyone tells you you have to live in London when you're like, if I lived in Manchester...
0: it'd It'd surely be easier. But then I have to perform for those horrific people up there. John Hastings. Daniel Bogarton. Where can they find you?
1: At the John Hastings on all forms of social media, including my website, www.johnhastings.com.
0: This will all be listed at the thing of the podcast, a little description. Yeah. And any clarifications of stuff that we forgot the name of. Good. I, like I like that. It's really,
1: really bad if I come across this as racist when I def- try to defend the term Orient.
0: No, I don't think so. You're just like, that's how they used to do it. And then we did this thing. So now they're screwed. And I'm yeah. like, look, right. fair. Cool. Um, I thought the weirdest, I was just in Poland and there was a kebab shop. And they were like, like in Polish, like orientalist speciality, it's a like Polish. Um, oh, I do. And get, I was like, I would yeah. never call a kebab an Asian specialty.
1: You get into Eastern Europe and they really don't know how to translate some stuff.
0: <laughs> they have some issues.
1: You Smoke was a smoke shop there I saw in uh, Latvia.
0: Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, another good app. Catch you next time. Thanks, John Hastings. Alright, that was my chat with John Hastings. Uh, very entertaining fella, very politically aware. I didn't know he knew that much stuff about politics. Uh, sorry, the quality on this is a little bit bad, but I'm recording it on my phone as I wander around York. Those are ducks. I don't know if you can hear them, but they're just fine. Uh, I'm looking at some real old castle thingy that seems to be the centerpiece of a car park because it's the UK. And they've got so much old shit. They really don't treat it with any respect at all. Um, but thanks for listening. Get in touch, as always, if you've got any questions. And if you want to check out some comedy, there are two Australian comedians' dope comedy shows coming up. One, February 23rd in the afternoon, 4 p.m., at Angel Comedy in Angel. The Bill Murray purpose-built, Crowdfunded comedy venue. It's great. Check that out. And then otherwise, we have our first Sunday in March with a dope lineup of Heidi Regan, Adam Vincent, and New Zealand's Nick Sampson. So get around that. Otherwise, jerk-offs. Until next week. Bye.